Welcome to the Inside Job Podcast with your hosts, David Evans and Casper Chittingdon. We're two Brighton-based life coaches on a mission to help men lead more purposeful, authentic and fulfilling lives. So let us take you on a journey as we explore what keeps men stuck and discover the empowering beliefs, fresh conditioning and growth mindsets that lead us to live life to the fullest. So you, the listener, may be wondering why we started the Inside Job podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) We're both smiling here because it's like, why did we start the Inside Job podcast? And I think there are several reasons and we're just going to talk those through with you now. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to pick this one up and the podcast really started as a natural unfolding. David and I had, Dave and I, sorry, had an intention at the beginning of the year that we wanted to do some work together. Mm. And so we started exploring what that may look like. We wanted to co-create a course for men and went about looking at what that could potentially look like. And we got to a point where we decided that actually we wanted to inspire people and then invite onto the courses that we intend Mm. to create in the future. So that's how the Inside Job podcast came along. And it was really just noticing around the conversations that we were having. We were like, this seems like a good place to start. That was like the outside perspective of wanting to do something together. And I think we also, the conversation can go to the place where we explore the inside perspective. I love that you use the word inspire. And what came up as we got to know one another was a, this synergy that we'd both had a journey that had brought us to where we were. And we both feel like we've got our lives fairly optimal now. Like we've got our inner practices. We both had our challenges, but there was this like synergy of like purpose. And I noticed that every time I spent time with Casper, I was inspired. I left our conversations going, Ooh, (laughs) There's a little tweak, there's a little dial I can turn up there. Casper was like a mirror for me of like my own practice and my own inner work to show up as the best version of myself as a man and as a human being. And that also, I think, is there's a mutual inspiration between us. And it was then the question mark was like, how do we inspire other men and other humans? There may be some women listening to this too. You know, our intention is to inspire all humans but ultimately you know we have that male um journey of soul unfolding and it's about inspiring other men to take that journey and we become the guides on that journey beautifully said dave i love that and another question really comes to mind is why should our listen listeners look in the direction of self-inquiry and discovery Mm. and for me what i've noticed on my own journey of in alchemy and self-discovery is that the world is as you are. Mm. And what I mean by that is that I've noticed in my own journey is that the pursuit of stuff and things and experiences doesn't change my inner state. It's Mm. the inner work Mm. to clean the lens in which I view the world through Mm. that has the biggest effect. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. And Yeah, I guess that self-inquiry will, through this series, use the word inner alchemy. And it's that place of transformation of, I guess, what you could call base emotions, the emotions that don't serve you. I know that at one time in my life, I was 
in a place of kind of like fear. I was in a place of jealousy. I was in a place of, it's not fair. I'm not getting what I want. And working very hard to try and get those things. And as Casper's you know, eloquently put it, that's all on the outside. And it didn't matter how much I chased that stuff. I never found happiness and fulfillment. And it was only once I started to look at my own inner state and look at how am I starting to, or how am I creating this? And then how can I create something different that things started to change? And that was that self-inquiry. Just one little story I can remember when I was on a, I was on a Zen retreat and I think it was the first one. And I was about halfway through. I was so angry with the teacher. Ring the bell. It's too long. You don't know what you know. It's like all this internal dialogue. And then I went, hang on a minute. I'm just sitting here. This is all me creating this. And it was that moment I can remember it of thinking, oh, wow. <laughs> I think I'm going to think something different. <laughs> and things started to change. And that's the inner alchemy. It's not to say that we won't have all these base emotions or emotions that don't serve us but when we have them it's the invitation is to transform to recognize that have a pause and transform them and as you start to transform them it's a cliche but your life will transform and as your life transforms so you create more of that and that's the kind of like the inquiry and again i think this podcast a little bit of back to why did we create this is a journey of inner inquiry between Casper and I of like how we've inquired in one another's journey, what we want to create is this is a manifestation of when we have that kind of deeper inner inquiry. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's an outpouring of that kind of curiosity. I think we're both very curious individuals. And so this is also part of that too. Wow. That's awesome. Really well put. And I think just to build on that as well, it's that inner alchemy pieces. There's a question that, comes through a lot for me and within the within my coaching is around who are you becoming Mm. and that is also a process Mm. of alchemy so we're looking to transform but we're doing the inner work of looking at the beliefs that we have the conditioning that we have the stories that we tell ourselves that it could be outdated or no longer serve us that that used to keep us safe in some way and protect us but now keep us trapped in a form that no longer serves. And mm. so how do we break loose of those mm. conditioning pieces and beliefs and, and thoughts and base emotions that keep us mm. stuck in mm. lack mm. and stuck in judgment and stuck in comparison? And how do mm. we actually move ourselves mm. into a place where we're operating from a central state of ease mm. and that's when that's when our, our world changes in front of our eyes and it's the question which kind of sits behind all that is who are you becoming mm. and understanding the gap between where you are now and who you want to be in this world and how you want to show up for yourself and others and looking inwards to fulfill that journey rather than the outside oh i want to become this person oh so i'll need to have Mm. x car x house x salary it's no Mm. like who is the person who achieves that result Mm. become that person today Mm. beautifully put casper and inspiring to listen to (laughs) thank you (laughs) okay so we shift gear and say a little bit about who we are a bit about our backgrounds would you like to start dave yeah okay (laughs) 
Uh, okay, I go by the name of Dave Evans, <laughs> who I really am. I don't really know. <laughs> I guess I'm like a spiritual entity having a human experience is one thing I would say about myself. But yeah, I'm here as Dave Evans. I I work as a transformational coach and facilitator. And I've been doing that for about full time for about 14 years now. I'd say I've had four careers and now a vocation. So my background, I'm an engineer. I trained as an engineer. I trained in electronics as a hardcore sort of 3D scientist. And then through my kind of like inquiring curiosity, ended up studying and getting a PhD in computer science and pattern analysis, which then led me to teach at a university. And it was during that time of teaching at a university that I really started to open up my mind. I did a load of NLP training and coach assisting and started to integrate that into into my teaching at the university and then started to do some consultancy as well. It's through the consultancy and teaching from a perspective of coaching that I saw massive transformations in my students and in my clients. And through that work, I actually started to realize that I was much better coach than I was an academic. <laughs> I'm a people person. Academia is not really a people person vocation or profession. And then over the period of about four years, I had a consultancy, coaching consultancy is a bit of a side hustle that in 2010, I took the leap and left the university and started my coaching practice, which I've been operating ever since. So now I work, I work internationally as a facilitator and a coach. I've worked with and work with a range of organizations from corporations to workers cooperatives to in the UK, the NHS and some not-for-profits as well, alongside having one-to-one private clients as well. Thank you, Dave. Wow. Where do I start? Okay. So this, it's the start line really, isn't it? Who is Casper Chittenden? Who am I? So my name is Casper Chittenden. I'm a transformational life coach. My journey into coaching started a long time ago. I made a decision at the age of, of 28 to move out of my kind of default path, the path that was set out for me through my, you could say, conditioning and, and upbringing and what I thought that I needed to do in order to belong to the tribe and be successful in on the terms of others. And I, I shifted into physical health and well-being and became a, a personal trainer, but I would like to call a well-being coach, physical well-being coach. And that journey started out in London. I started out training groups of people in various gyms across London, extremely passionate about helping people improve their lives through fitness. And that's not just within the training training space of the gym, but that was outside in their day-to-day lives through nutrition, sleep, optimization of their day-to-day and stress reduction. And from there, I always had the intention of creating my own gym, my own, my own physical bricks and mortar gym space within London. And this was during a time that these small kind of boutique gyms were really exploding and I managed to catch that wave myself and my two business partners we banded together and opened up the gym three aces training which was based out kennington in southeast london and we opened that space in 2015 and what an incredible journey really beautiful we we built an incredible community of people very passionate about how we coached about meeting people at where they were at 
and helping them develop over time safely and successfully and supporting people through, again, not just their training on the training floor, but also with nutrition and lifestyle choices outside of the gym so they could live in a more optimal way. But what I was really starting to understand from there was that the tools that I needed, that I needed to help people really open the doors to the bigger drivers within their lives would come in the form of coaching. So I started to look into life coaching. It was a module that I had done through a education house that we worked with called OPEX Training based out in Scottsdale, Arizona. And they had a life coaching module as part of their coaches certificate program, which for those who are in that industry know to be one of the one of the best certificates that a coach can receive or a physical well-being coach can receive. And it fascinated me. And that just started the process of, of looking in the direction of life coaching. And at, towards the end of the pandemic, I had a lot of space to think about the direction that I wanted to take my life in. And I was really feeling like I, I wanted to move away from London. I wanted to create something new for myself. I wanted to, to help people on a deeper level. I wanted to go into life coaching. And so I sold my share of my gym business and took myself off on a bit of a, a bit of a hiatus, a bit of a deload from from the tough two, well, one and a half to two years that that we experienced or our experience we all experienced through through the pandemic, and retrained as a transformational life coach. So I've been a transformational coach for the past eighteen months. So it's a, a much shorter journey than Dave's, but really my background to this point as a coach has been. Mm. equally as long mm. it's been it's been a journey it's just my approach has been slightly different than dave's mine mine's really started with understanding the body very specifically like how the the physical body functions and what it needs to be what the body needs in order to be optimal and now bringing in the the mind mm. so body and mind practice mm. beautiful casper can I just reflect back to you a little bit as well? As I'm listening to you, I've learned a little bit more about your story there that I didn't know. I think one of the things I would say, and I think it's a reflection of myself too, is that you've always been a coach. Mm. I think that's one of the things that attracted me to you when we first met. Was, this guy asks really interesting questions. <laughs> this guy's not a small talk guy. <laughs> this guy is a guy who's kind of like, how you living your life, my friend, <laughs> kind of guy. I experienced you as always being a coach. And and, I, and the reason I'm saying this is I was reflecting on my time as an academic. I was always a coach there. And I forgot, I started a software company <laughs> while I was at, at Aston University that's still going today called Beautiful Canoe. And the purpose of that software company was to train future leaders in technology. So the whole purpose of the company was, it was a coaching company that took undergraduates and coached them through experience in leadership skills, leading how to lead a technology project, how to lead a client, how to get a client from what they think they want to what they really need. Mm. And all of that is a form of coaching, I've realized. And so that kind of that journey is all that's happened is that I've refined that I don't know, passion I have for people being on purpose mm. and helping people find their purpose. And I think if it, if Casper was to say, what's your where do you go to whenever you're in coaching? It's like purpose. I always land on purpose. That's my kind of thing. And I think my journey has been as I've refined my own purpose, so my passion has grown to help others 
really know their purpose. And I think that's where I stop as a coach is once you know your purpose and you're off, off you go. I don't do much else as a coach mm. once I've helped people find their purpose and articulate what that would look like in terms of dreams in their lives. Mm. Thanks for sharing that, Dave. Mm. There's something within that which I, I feel like I, I would like to add is during my journey to this point today, it has been a process of reflection and refinement, mm. reflection and refinement and staying on purpose and knowing that my, my true purpose is to serve, inspire and lead others. And mm. for 10 years, that was through mm. physical well-being mm. and helping people live mm. a kind of a fuller life through honoring the vessel that carries the soul. And, mm. and it's just a slight tweak and refinement of that, which has moved me in the direction of transformational life coaching. And, mm. and I still bring a lot of my knowledge that mm. I acquired in the physical to mm. my coaching today. It's one of the, one of the first questions that I'll ask mm. anybody that I'm in conversation with. How's your nutrition? Mm. Are you moving regularly? Mm. How's your sleep? Mm. Mm. Are you taking care of yourself? It's these are the biggest levers that we can pull mm. because the mind acts, the body acts on the mind, and the mind acts on the body mm. beautifully. The mind body. Yeah, I love that, Casper. I just I'm, to the listeners, I'm just getting goosebumps because that was like. Casper asked me those questions in a roundabout way when we first met and it's like I could answer yes to all of those and it was finally actually meeting someone who's aligned in the in the same way that I live my life as, as you say nutrition movement and sleep and when those three things are lined up then that's part of the optimal life then it's step into purpose and I just want to loop back to the previous question about self-inquiry and I think what this speaks to of who we are is practitioners of self-inquiry of like, as I've practiced self-inquiry, so I've refined how I show up and I've transitioned from having careers as an engineer, a software engineer, an academic to a vocation, which is to work in a process of transformation, my own and others. Mm -hmm. Drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed listening to the Inside Job as much as we enjoyed recording it. If any of the topics we covered in this episode opened up a space of reflection or inquiry for you, or if you had any questions, we would love to hear from you. You can find our email addresses in the show notes below. Thanks again for listening.